So, uh, the last time we met, before Yom Kippur, the Gemara finally, Gemara finally ended off that, you know what the source for brachas is? You try very hard finding a pusik for a source that you have to make a bracha, a brachas hanen, and you have to make a bracha before you eat. And the Gemara came out of Maskana, it's actually a swar. It's actually a slavar. It's also for a person to be nanim and ilam hazeh b'lei bracha. Then it's, it's a logic. Like, really, you think you could take something and not even acknowledge where it came from? That is basic human. A swar is not a Yiddish hazah. A swar is a, a basic human concept. Like, you really think you could take something and not acknowledge where it comes from? No way. So it's pushing you have to make a bracha. And that's where the Gemara ended off that part of the practice. The first Amud basically dealt with the source for brachas, and the Gemara in the end said it's a svar. Now, whether or not that's a durabonin or a derais, so we handled Pnei Shua that time. Now the Gemara goes and takes that svara and makes it into a very real thing. Doesn't he just brought that further now? Right. We have separate right. So, bread. so right. Don't teach bracha. Correct. Correct. And we're gonna have to talk about it. Yes. Correct. So we are on the and ham and olive. There's three kinds of lines: small, medium, and large. We're in the last medium line. Continuing where we left off, the Gemara says it's also for a person to be nedim and elam hazabalei brach. Now, the Gemara now is going to say three items that are extremely similar, but upon further reflection are really, really different. And it's fascinating what each one does. Says the Gemara, number one, and anyone that has Hana, Mal. He has to bring a carbon me'ila. That is statement number one. If you're nenim and elam has a b'lei bracha, you are mo'al. My takante, how do you fix it? If you became chayv and a carbon me'ila, how do you fix it? Ye'lech eitzel chacham. Ge'etzim rebim. Go to a rav. Where it says, Ye'lech eitzel chacham. Go to a rebbe. My Avadlai, what's he going to do for you? Ha'avadlai Surah, you already did an Isser. I mean, well, what is he? Uh, you give confessional? Like, well, what, what's he going to do? You did something wrong. Rabbi, I did something wrong. Forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. Lord, what, what's he going to do for you? Where it says, Marava, meikara. No, no, no. Once you did it, there's nothing much to do. What I'm telling you is, meikara. Originally, you should have gone to a chacham denu brachas, and he should have taught you should learn brachas by a rov so that you shouldn't come to a carpen meila at first in the first place. So is this unique to here or oh, oh, so azay frekten itziv? Oh, beautiful, good gosh. Azay frekten itziv. Azay frekten itziv. And itziv says, "What are you talking about?" A person should not wear shatnas. If you want to know about shatnas, Yehu Chetzel Rav, 
If you want to come to Chil Yantif, Isurim, you should go to Rav. He'll teach you not to be Mechal Yantif. If you want to know about Hilchasnida, you should go to Rav and not be Nechashon Hilchasnida. Why is this Dafka Brachas? Let me read one more line. So they say I, also, they say that to be a Mako takes a much bigger London. Everyone could be maybe Machmer and not do anything. So to get a Hector is much harder. That's true. Says, let me read one more line, then we'll get back to that. Amr Vina Amr Shmuel. It's as if you're Nanami Kodshe Shamayim. Very, very, very similar to Me'ila, but different. The world really belongs to Hashem. So if you take it without asking, you're Nanami Kodshe Shamayim. Okay, now that we have that line in, we'll get back to that in a second, but let's get back to your Kasha. Wait, we get the Yankees question. There's nothing to answer the question. Well, I, I did it already. So now yeah, I'm like, no, 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 the Gemara is telling us if a person doesn't know Hilchas Brachas, the only thing you could do is go to Arav. But it's telling us something else you're not Mokhayiv to do. When I give you a solution, I am also telling you something you don't have to do. When I tell you, do this, I'm perforce telling you, but you don't have to do that. Says the Nitziv Meiridik, what it's telling you is that if you don't know what bracha to make, you're not mechuyiv not to eat the food. You're not mechuyiv not to eat the food. You come in, you have no idea what, to, what bracha to make on a food, you can eat the food. And that's why the Gemara is telling us only over here at Chacham. When it comes to his brachas, listen, you should go to Achach. Ah, it's true on everything. It's true on Hilchas Shabbos. It's true on Hilchas Kilai. It's true on Hilchas Nida. It's true on Hilchas Sukkah and Lulav. It's true on every Halach and Basmachalav. But there, I'm not going to say that because there's something else you should do before going to Rav. Stop it. If you don't know if a food is Basmachalav, stop it. If you don't know if something is Hilchas Shabbos, stop. By Brachas, I'm telling you, if you don't know if something is what Bracha it is, Go to Arav. I wouldn't say stop. I wouldn't say don't. It. Says the Nitziv, that's the Pshat Nesquan. Nitziv and Rehmesad says, if you have a food and you don't know a bracha to make, you can eat it. And the Nitziv brings a raya. Because you're a shaygeg. You're a shaygeg. It's a shaygeg on a drop on it. Don't worry about it. Do you still make shahakal? Oh, one second. That's Sharmatim. We'll get there in a second. We'll get to, huh? You may not know that all either. Okay, we'll get there in a second. We'll get there in a second. Why, then why is this thing is a lotion only applicable by Shagig. And that's how the Nitziv learns these two Gemaras. That the Gemara is saying, let's read the Gemara inside, it's gorgeous. Which is Shagig. Then the Gemara over there says, So what should you do? And that's as if it's saying, Go to Rav to learn. 
going forward. But right now, eat without a bracha, because all it is is me'ilah. Then the Gemara says, And if a person does this with abandon, if a person does this recklessly, and he says, you know what? Who cares about this whole topic? I'm going to do whatever I want. Then you're no longer a shaygi. Then you're no longer in the category of me'ilah. Then you're in a new category called called Nenem and Kachishmaim. And that's how the Netziv takes care of all these things. Number one, what's the difference between Me'ila and Nenem and Kachishmaim? Very big difference. Me'ila is going on a Shege, Nenem and Kachishmaim is going on a Gad, just I don't, I don't give a hoot. And that's why it says over here that a person it should go to a Rav as if to say, that's all you're Mechuyiv to do. But to not eat, that much you're not Mechuyiv to do. That is the Netziv's gorgeous Shtikl Tare. Fret the Sha'aram on the your cash. Wait, hold on. Is this something that's implicit that no one told them that Siv asked such an obvious question? No one that I saw. Say no, Rishon, nothing. This is like a. Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, Yankish nor in the Nitziv. So, so <laughs> Frank the Sharm, Siyan Balacha, Yankish Kasha. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? If, if you don't know a bracha to make, you make a shahako. Says the Sharma Tzianam Balacha, you're forgetting the Mogan Avram. When the Ramah, who's the source of this psaac, says, if you don't know a bracha to make, you make a shahako, that is only if you're semi educated. And you have a, a suffix. Is chocolate a, is chocolate a hadama because it comes from a bean? Or is chocolate a shahako because it's rive sugar? Question. Is chocolate a hadama because it comes from the ground? You know chocolate comes from the ground. Or is it so disgusting when it comes from the ground until they invented the Dutch process? It's inedible. So it became a shakle. That's a lumdish suffix. That's a lumdish. Fine, make a shakle. But if you're a total amaritz, you don't make a shakle. You don't have that luxury. You're not able to just go make a shakle whenever you want. Says the Mogan Avram, that heter. Yankiv of a shahakal is for an educated Amaritz. But an uneducated Amaritz? No, no, it's not available to you. And that is what the Nitziv is saying. The Nitziv is saying, listen, if you talk and don't know, you don't make any bracha, go to a rav. Listen, try to learn. But that's all I can tell you. Okay, gorgeous. So that is, so far, we have two, we have two, like, punishments on someone who eats without a bracha. Number one, mo'al. Number two, nanami kadshe shemayim. We have in parentheses that gemar about yeh lechei which we explain. Now the gemar just goes off on a little tangent of Lashem haaretz mulayeh, says the gemar on the bottom line, reblevi rami, reblevi gefrekt astir. Siv in one pasuk says, Lashem haaretz mulayeh, to Hashem belongs everything on earth, and what the contents of earth, so you see, belongs to Hashem. Yet, in another passage, it says, Hashemayim, Hashemayim, Hashem, only the heavens are Hashem's, or it's not some of the other, but the earth he gave to humans. Which one is it? Does this apple belong to Hashem? It's on earth. So it says, it's not some of the other. Yet it says in another passage, Hashem, even this apple. So is this apple Hashem's or mine's? It says the Gemara, it's not shiver. It's not shiver. It, one is before the bracha, and one is after the bracha. And now, the Gemara says a third statement, which is extremely...
extremely similar to the first two. So remember, so far we have number one, Mo'al. Number two, number two, we have Goizel Kachi Shemayim. Nenemi Kachi Shemayim. And finally, Amr Chanina Bar Pape, if a person derives benefit from Elam Haza, he eats an apple without a bracha, sorry, sorry, It's like you steal from Hashem and from the Yiddish people. A person steals from his father and from his mother, but ain't Pesha. We'll get back to that Pasuk in a second. A third level. It's like he steals. So, steals from who? Steals what? All of you are thinking, you steal the food. You didn't ask for it. You didn't get it legitimately. So you steal the food. That's what the Marsha says. Rashi doesn't say that. Rashi says, "Kilu geizla kadosh baruch hu esperchasai." Esperchasai. Rashi says, "Slow down. You didn't really steal the food. You didn't really steal the food. You stole from a kadosh baruch hu his bracha." So Rashi, <coughs> Rashi learns that eating without making a bracha. Is not really stealing. The Marshal says you stole the food. It's real stealing. Rashi says it's not really stealing. It's you stole the bracha. This Rashi takes care of so many kashas. Let's just mention a few. First of all, the Imriyamas asked the kasha. The Imriyamas asked if making, if eating the food without making a bracha is stealing. We're learning Parshas Nayach. Ben Noach is also example. How come a guy doesn't have to make a brach on food? Azoi frek the Imriyamis. Imriyamis give a haskama to the Sefer Pardis Yosef, the famous Sefer Pardis Yosef. Very kshmak. The Imriyamis give a haskama. And the Imriyamis is haskama too. The Pardis Yosef, the Imriyamis asks this kasha. Like Rashi, it's not sure. Not stealing the food. You're stealing the bracha. So only a yid that's mitzvah and a bracha, it's like stealing. A girl that's mitzvah and a bracha is not stealing. Even if you don't say the brashi. Right. Via zai. They don't have to make brachas. So no, no, no. You're not. You're, you're stealing you're, the food. You're stealing the food. You're a yid. Right. But who stuck in that you caveat? Are. You. Who stuck in that caveat? It's tantamount to stealing, and I can explain it to you logically. Like we said before. You just think you can take something without asking the guy who made it and brought it here? Guy walks in, that puts him, you know, a case of soda on the table. You just take? You don't say, can I have one? Coach Brock walks in, plunks down an apple tree, and just take? You don't say, please? It's Xayla, and that's how the Marshall learns. That is universalistic. <laughs> <laughs> That's universal. Good shy after that. Another kasha that another kasha that's answered. What do you mean suffolk brachas lahaka? It's suffolk zela. Terence is not really suffolk zela. You're not really stealing the food. 
Another thing that it answers. If you're an oinus or an oinein, you eat without making a bracha. <coughs> Since when is an oinein mutter and stealing? An oinein is not allowed to steal. Like the marsha, that's a bomb kasha. Like Rashi, it's not a kasha at all. Okay, very good. So what did the marsha do with all these shagans? I, I don't know. Ben, Ben, you have, you have the makings of a chabur. Says the Gemara. <laughs> says the Gemara. I'm sure Chaim would say that the Gzela is not the same Gzela. It's, uh, it's two different Vertical Gzela. Can't tell what the says it's gzela. Mamish means like a person is is, is gazel, a, a bank or something. Can't can't say that. Thanks. If, if if I bring something into the house, does my kid have to ask me rishus? No. Technically, yes. One second. So you're saying Goyim are more Hashem's kids than Mar- they're Hashem's kids? They're Hashem's no, 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 I'm saying it's based on the So we're the also das, their kids. We're just saying the dot of the owner, right? So why is it Zayla for us? Because I couldn't work. I had to So you're saying, so you're saying like Rashi. You're saying like Rashi. But the Marsha says, Es Ha'lichel, you steal the food. I don't think Marsha means Zayla the way we understand Zayla. Then you're saying Rashi. Says the Gemara. He goes like Karshbroch Knesso Shnemer Gozel Avivimai Vaimer Ein Pesha. He steals from his father and his mother, and he says, "I didn't do anything wrong." Chevrulish Mashkes. He's a friend to that destructive man. So, what's this pasuk referring to? Ein Avel Karshbroch Hu Aviv is referring to his Karshbroch Hu Shnemer Halei Hu Avichel Kanecha. Just late in Hazinu. Ima is referring to the Yiddish people. What does it mean that he's friendly with a destructive person? He's friends with Yeruvim Benavot who corrupted the Yidden from their father in heaven. Why Dafki Yerovim? So I saw a very nice pshat, I forgot from who. The Rajba in Shuba says, you know, this Vardis could die for the Rajba. The Rajba in Shuba says, I'm not most around. The, Ra- the Rajba in Shuba says that what's pshat and brachas? Brachas are a recognition of Hashkacha Pratis. Because if you think about it, when you're about to be nana from a food, it's mamish, 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 the end, end result of Ashkacha Pratis. Then Akkadosh Baruch Hu took care of me, gave me a job, and gave me enough money to buy the food, and gave me enough this, and now I have the food, and I'm healthy enough to eat it. It's mamish, the end of the line of Ashkacha Pratis. So the recognition of the Ashkacha Pratis, the recognition of the Ashkacha Pratis is the Berchas Hanen. When a person doesn't make a Berchas Hanen, he's kaifer and Ashkacha Pratis. Who's, who's the Rashiva of that? Yeruvah Menavot. Yeruvah couldn't forget that Rechavam's people are Rechavam's people, and Yeruvah's people are Yeruvah's people. He couldn't, 
He couldn't understand that. He couldn't let that alone, that he'll have his and I'll have mine. No, I have to have everything. That is a kfira in hashkacha pratis. So a person who doesn't make a bracha and recognize the hashkacha pratis, he is doing Yeravan Benavad style things, and that's why he is like Yeravan Benavad. Let's do a little more Gemara. Let's do a little more Gemara. Says the Gemara. Rukhanina Bar Papa Roman. Rukhanina Bar Papa asks a famous steel. Siv, in one passage it's written, Vila Kahti Hashem says, I will take Digani, my produce, the Itai, in its time. Indicating that the produce, the wheat that grows in the fields, belongs to the Rebbeinishah. Viksid, yet it says in another passage, more famous, Vasafta Digonecha. You will gather your own dagon. So which one is it? Which one is it? Does the dagon belong to Rebbeinishah or does the dagon belong to us? When Kal Yisrael does Hashem's will, then Hakadosh Baruch was fine. Here is the dog. I'm, I'm happy for you to have it. You're doing my will. When the Yid are not doing what Sender Shemakim, then Hakadosh Baruch was like, Why am I putting out this dog for you? I'm making such nice crops and such available bountiful food. For you to ignore me? No, I'm not giving it to you. I'm keeping it for myself. Okay, I guess we'll save this famous machalikus for tomorrow. Okay, fine. Lamar